You're listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. One voiceover gift every single day until the big day. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the podcast for voice directors and voiceovers, helping you to make voiceovers better. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor, director, and coach, and this is the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Today, I have something very special for you. It's an interview all about planning and planners with Nick and Leah from the VoiceOver Social. This is a really fun interview. It's full of information about getting your voiceover business to the next level. So get a cuppa, snuggle up somewhere comfy, and have a listen. You will thank me for it. Okay, then, right, today I am here with the voiceover social gals who are Leah and Nick. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And we are going to be talking about their voiceover (laughs) career planner. And it's very dear to my heart, a planner. (laughs) Because I remember very, very early on in my uh, freelance career, I did a lot of work in terms of working out how I could run a business. I wasn't worried about how I could become a voiceover, having left a staff job. I was more worried about, could I actually run a business? And somebody said to me, what are you doing in, uh, what, what are you doing in your business in six months' time? And I thought, I actually don't have the faintest idea what I'm doing in my business in six months' time. <laughs> they said, well, then you've got a problem in your career. You've got a problem in your business because if you can't forward plan, you don't really have a business. And that stayed with me. That was a really, really important bit of information for me. What was the immediate impact? What did it make you do? Well, the immediate impact was I thought, well, because with voiceover, you think, well, it's the same. Mm. It's the same all the time. So it's not good. But actually, when you begin looking at it and delving into it, of course, it's not the same seasonally things change Mm. things are different things are more important and even if they're not the important thing is as I discovered is to make sure that they are because you can't sell the same thing you can't promote yourself in the same way every single week week in week out you have to be able to talk to people mm. in different ways so that you you know what different services you can sell at different times of the year. I, I know for our podcast, because um, the voiceover social has been going since 2015 in one form or another. And when it started out, it was not it was not really a podcast. But I went to some sort of freelancer <laughs> event. It was, it, was, it was more sort of me and Nick go wandering around the park going, hey, meet us in the pub. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I went to this freelancer event and um, somebody said... Come to our party. Uh, something which also really <laughs> stuck with me, which just changed completely everything about about the, about the podcast, which was um, you can't just keep relying on word of mouth because eventually it tails off and you won't know why because you'll have just been waiting for people yeah. to call you. And actually what you have to do is you have to take a step and do something that will push your business out into the world and I was sitting there thinking what though what what <laughs> um, and uh, and I realized that the one thing that I had was this 
thing that was a bit like a podcast, not quite a podcast, but it was something that I was making, physically making, that could go out into the world and shout about me and Nick and what what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that 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 was that was the tipping point. That was when I started to like actually genuinely think of it as a podcast. Get it up on all the different podcasting platforms. Try and then uh, build build audiences with podcasting techniques and all that sort of podcaster sharing techniques. Um. So yeah. So so it's amazing what one one sentence can do to really yeah. push things into into actually happening. It does because you you reassess you know what you're doing in the here and now and realise that actually if you if you if you want to progress or you want to do anything really you've got to do that planning you've got to be forward you know forward thinking and how much was the was the talking creative podcast in that business planning process <laughs> well it it came quite quickly but i didn't actually do it for far, well i said i didn't do it for far too long i'm actually now quite pleased that i sat on it as an idea because my initial idea for it was very very different i think from the idea that it eventually became oh interesting what was it originally going to be so it was a i, I think it was i i wasn't quite sure this is the thing i wanted to do a podcast and i wanted to do something because voiceover the voice over work that you do was very different to the work that i did before that i i did a lot of i headed up creative teams i came up with ideas i got those ideas on air really quickly and i was a writer and a director and I did all of these other things. The voiceover stuff was wonderful because it was a, I was able to perform, which is what I started. I trained as an actor. But I missed coming up with ideas and I missed writing stuff and I missed that uh, way of thinking about things. I had all these ideas that I wanted to discuss, but I didn't quite know. And so a, a podcast was the obvious thing. I mean, a blog, I suppose, Kind of, but a podcast was the obvious thing for a voiceover because it's all set yeah, up. Yeah, all that yeah, bit of, of it is all set up for you. Mm. And and I just had so much stuff that I wanted to talk about. And originally, I thought, well, I'll just do a creative. Um, I'll do a creative idea with my podcast. So, and then writing I thought, something to perform. Well, no, actually, r- 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 talking about the idea of creativity. Oh, I see. And how it feeds into an... It sounds a bit pompous now. How it fits into an artist's life. It's not, not meant to be quite as pompous as that. No, but it, it was all a, about... It's a really interesting idea, but I think it is quite difficult to do in a way that is not already being attempted by a lot of other podcasters. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that yeah. was the thing. And I thought, gosh, everybody, a lot of people are doing this. Then I realised that not as many people... Were, were doing there, there were voiceover podcasts out there as we know they they, mm-hmm. they definitely were and then as I got further into doing voiceover work I realized that there were a lot of directors out there that simply weren't making the most of us as bookings so they either didn't know what to do with us and so they just sort of said oh well, I don't want to do a directed session let's say mm. um j- just do it and send it back and I thought gosh that's fraught with issues that because what if we don't interpret it in the right way? You could get so much more out of us if we're in the room with you, even if it's just down the line yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. doing now, or whether we're physically in the room. And actually, this was pre-pandemic, uh, so an awful lot of my work was in studio anyway. But um, then I was also getting a lot of work that was out of studio, and I thought, gosh, they could get much more from me. And so I thought, there is something here about the idea of work, let, letting directors, if you like, know how to work with voiceovers well. 
and that's where I did eventually start. That's when I and I, I started doing that as a as, as the beginning of the podcast, and then it really morphed because I realised that it wasn't just directors who were connecting with the podcast; it was voiceovers as well. So now it's become a podcast that deals with voiceovers, uh, with the voiceover, I uh, create creative creative voiceovers on both sides of the mic so i'm not into the tech bit right i, I can do i can do the tech not very many people are <laughs> but there's a, and, and there's a, there are a lot of voice uh, there are a lot of podcasts out there that discuss tech and that wasn't my that wasn't my area of passion anyway no. I, I was really interested in the sort of creative side but my my eventually the sort of tagline that i think of when i think of my podcast is make voiceovers better great and that's sort of almost everything that anybody i do anybody who has input in yes that. yeah i get it i get it when you were um when you were coming up so when you we got the idea of the podcast yeah. this is before you knew the voiceovers were also going to be interested in it when yeah. you were uh, thinking about it as, as uh, in terms of how can i help directors make voiceovers better um did you have a plan in place did you have goals you wanted for your podcast did you have um did you have your six months ahead of you <laughs> Or anything resembling it? <laughs> Obviously, no, I didn't. Sure, I, sure. I had. <laughs> I knew I had to come up with to, to to know that the podcast itself was going to work. I knew I had to have like twenty ideas. So I messily wrote down lots and lots and lots of ideas. Great. <laughs> and then went back and and eradicated some of them, but but then grouped them and thought. Oh, and then your worry is, as a podcaster, is actually, do I do I group things? because then you make a sort of season that's all about, I don't know, documentary voiceovers or, or, or corporate voiceovers. But that isn't very exciting unless you're into that strand of voiceovers. So I left it messed. I left it messed up. Mm. I think the first few, mm. if I go back, I think I did do the sort of bedrock of, of you know, finding a voice. How do you find a voice? How do you think yeah. about even the kind of voice that you might want? I, th I think I did all that right at the beginning makes sense and and that that still of course you still pull all that stuff in whenever you're talking about anything really because that's the that's the sort of idea behind it um and actually interestingly in terms of the planner stuff and planning yeah yeah it, although we'd like to think that everything we do is sort of stepping into the booth and being inspired um <laughs> actually <laughs> for both voiceovers and directors there's a huge amount of planning involved to actually make something really good the more planning you do the, the better it's likely yeah. to go i think we've spoken before about um about how that's the tricky thing about being a creative entrepreneur is because what we all want to be doing is stepping into the booth and doing the creative bit we just want people to throw work at us and then we can just enjoy showing off and doing the thing we do yeah. that's the ideal but unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know. I think unfortunately, you've got there's all this other stuff you've got to do yeah. to get to the point where you're actually there. People have to know about you. You need to be able to use your voice to its best possible advantage. You need to um, uh, have all the equipment and everything. You need to yeah. know how to use it. And all these things that need to go into it all the time. So, um, <laughs> so um, I think I think that that is, is is such a key part of it. The planner, our planner, that is, is is taking something that is. A bit of a drag for most creative types, I think. I mean, I'm totally generalising, but it feels that way. And making it something that is really manageable and even a little bit 
fun. Yeah. A little bit. Just a teeny tiny bit. I think it's it's as much about giving people the steps that they go through. Like when I first started building my voiceover business, my approach was literally, well, sure, I'll, I'll get a demo and I'll just call people and let them know I exist. That was my marketing strategy, which is an Irish person in the old Blarney. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's quite nice. It's like, hello, this is me. Draw me or what? <laughs> that was kind of the approach. But I with with my voice coaching business, I sort of didn't know where to start. Like I knew I had a website and I said, sort of thought that was it. But I think what's nice about the planner um, for voiceovers is that it, go- it asks you the right kind of questions in order to start forming goals. And it sort of steps you through a little bit when you get started because you sat, you sat there. You could have just bought the equipment and you've got your voice and you get in there and you're like, right, well, I've nothing to record. So what do I do with myself now? <laughs> but with goals and everything and the step by step sort of questions and things that's in there. I just think it almost gives you the process of planning if you don't have a process, which most people like Sam, you know, you've come from a a, a normal job, (laughs) air quotes, where you don't have to think too much about it. And, you know, you maybe don't have to drive your own career in the same way. I just think it gives you a way to do it as well. Yeah. So when you were doing it, when you so actually going back, you came up with the idea of doing a planner why? There are loads of planets out there. What were you going to offer that you thought was really important? This is yours, Nick. Here's your bloody idea. <laughs> you talk about it. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I love a planner. I love like, the I'm silence there. <laughs> Who's going to answer this one? So I... I am surrounded by planners. I love a planner. I love stationery. And I love writing stuff on paper. And I also love having digital stuff. So I've I've got like, you know, notes in my phone and a notes app separate to the notes app that you get. And I've got like two planners here, one specifically for social media. You'll know Sam because you probably have the same, the same one because <laughs> uh, we're the same wee group for that. Uh, then I've got like a daily kind of planner to break down what I'm doing each day. Then I have a daily greatness kind of planner which is a business planner which has like other things in it and I was just like this is mad because these are all amazing but none of them none of them quite hit the mark for voiceover because they weren't asking the sort of questions that were related to voiceover and I do think voiceover is a very specific um very niche (laughs) environment and I was like I can't find a voiceover planner I could find like actory planners that were sort of a bit generic and they were fine but they weren't very useful or you know, they weren't very specific even to acting. Mm. It's a bit like, what are you going to rehearse today? And Have you blah, blah, blah. phoned up they five weren't... people today? Ugh, I remember reading yeah, yeah, yeah. that and I hated it. So, so what... <laughs> we won't say the name. No, we won't. Uh, so I was like, what I need is something that's voiceover specific, but also brings in so much of what I've learned as a business person mm. from my other business planners and the business coaching and all that stuff that I've been doing and brings it together. So it's not just like... Have you called some producers today? It's like, right, let's think about the four quarters of the year. Let's think about the first quarter. Let's think about what you're going to do this week. And it's really, really, I just, we just needed something that was specific. And I said to Leah, I think this would be quite good. Me thinking it would be dead easy. And then, but I thought I'll get Leah involved because she's good with like commas and stuff. Um, And see if she wants to do it. She was like, yeah, she loves a good karma. <laughs> so uh, she was like, oh, my God, let's do it. And then and then it just snowballed in this mad. epic thing. Because the, the, the idea was so 
good and so clearly needed. There was a massive gaping hole in the shops as to what was available for voiceovers and we needed to fill it with our voiceover career planner and I knew that. So I thought, yeah. okay, let's do that. And then we spent months talking and thinking <laughs> so about time. nothing else. That was it. We just, we built it. We built this first generation voiceover career planner. We launched it. We've just printed a hundred copies. We sold them. Done. We then got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of lovely feedback uh, and also yeah. some really helpful like this needs to improve this needs to improve type of feedback from uh, those yeah. first generation users and then we plowed all of that back in to the second generation of the voiceover career planner which is the one that we've been working on now for the last year or so or however, God, however long it's been so there's um, a there's a whole there's a whole discussion there about planning for the planner oh i mean that, that you know the whole, <laughs> the, the whole idea of the that. document <laughs> that i have been so many documents it's been mad yeah yeah uh, we've been using dropbox to share the big massive document so that's how, I, how we do it but um and who knew printing a thing yeah, just was thing. such a huge dramatic trauma yeah. just was making a book yeah yeah picking paper and covers and and yeah, like, you know, I mean, yes, in the practical I'm going sense, that with the card deck all of that, all of that. But the but the what's been what has been really useful is like we got we had a small group to start with about five people who we were getting feedback from about ideas that we were having for the planner. But then having that focus group of like a hundred people mm. telling us on a, in a real day to day way what's working, what's not working, what needs to be improved. That was amazing because yeah. it's meant that the second generation that's out now is has been fine tuned to be so helpful and useful and user friendly yeah i'm really proud yeah. of what's what, what it's turned mm -hmm. into because you've got bits of advice all the way through it haven't you oh so yeah you, so you, it's you, not yeah. just about so the, the 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 planner structure like the core of the structure of the planner is uh set your goals at the start with some helpful questions and uh, support through that then Every week at the beginning of the week, there's a way of uh, organising things according to whether they are important, not important, urgent, not urgent. Uh, it's the Stephen Covey time matrix, if you know what that is. Um, and that's really helpful for like organising your week. And then there's every every page is split into two days. So you have half a day per page throughout the week. Uh, and then there's a little reminder at the end of each week to write down the thing that you've achieved that you're most proud of at the end of the book and then you have 52 achievements at the end of the book which is lovely um, and then every quarter there's a goal review page and then at the end there's a how's your year been so that in itself that is usable by anybody it works for anybody who is working in a working on their business working on progressing their career in some way but the stuff at the start and the finish of it, um, there's huge quantities of things there that are designed to help voiceovers specifically. Uh, so it's things like, um, uh, there's a, well, my favourite new thing that we've developed since the first generation is uh, Nick's four warm-up techniques. Nick, why don't you explain your four warm-up techniques? They're my favourite. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically I developed four different warm-ups specifically for four different like voiceovery environments right. so there's one that's super quick for when you get that we need this back yesterday <laughs> kind of uh, responses or quick pickups and stuff there's one that is about extending your range for um, going outside your vocal comfort zones for if you're doing gaming and animation and stuff then or just recording for a long time, you know, like audiobooks. Then there's two other ones which are either breath focused or um oh what's the other one? I very stupidly haven't got the uh, planner with Release me. Release and range. Should I go and get um, the planner so I have it with me? 
So we, in case, in yeah, case of that. Yeah, I've got mine. Oh, well, have it's you? the old one. Anyway, point is, um, there's four different warm-ups for four different things and uh, you get a wee video. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the point of it is that um, any voiceover job you're doing, you can then go to these two pages and work out which of the which category the voiceover job fits into. Because often we find ourselves needing to do a warm-up not really knowing which is the right thing to do, what's yeah. going to help with what. So this makes it very, very straightforward. And the thing, the other cool thing about the planner is that at the very end of it, there's a QR code, which if you scan it, it takes you to a secret page on the VoiceOver Social website. And that's where these four videos will be. So you can have Nick guiding you through whichever um, of the uh, four vocal warm-ups you've, um, you've chosen is most suitable for your job. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there's loads loads and loads of things like that. There's... Um, there's uh, help uh, with um, script analysis and self-direction. There's a couple of pages. Tech. Of, oh, yeah, there's a whole page of studio troubleshooting. There's stuff all about, like, how to uh, make make your website the best it can be. Um, there's, uh, we've, we've got a really exciting... Mindset. Oh, yes, there's um, there's a whole page on um, <laughs> habit creation and uh, how to create successful habits with uh, Dan Bradford, who's a mindful acting uh, coach. Because, um, you see, all- it... it- it is. It's things like that that you're talking about that we, we don't think about necessarily when we're launching ourselves into this career, as it were. We just that we often are just sort of focused on the end product, which is us chatting or talking or reading a script. But that is only the, the tip of the iceberg. All of the stuff that you're talking about is the bedrock of actually making it work. And I've just remembered what your actual question was. <laughs> After all that whittering, and this thing, and this thing, and this thing, um, it was 52 bits of advice. <laughs> so what we did was we reached out to mm-hmm. 52 audio experts or experts within audio, the audio field or adjacent to the audio field, useful experts, you, Sam, of yep. course, being one of them. And we asked them <laughs> the following question. What is the single most useful piece of advice that you think voiceovers need to know that you are in the best possible possible position to give and we had some amazing amazing responses and we put one Mm. response uh, one of the answers at the beginning of every week all through the book so throughout the year you're not just um working it's it's like you're not working by yourself so you've got this external structure that's supporting you through it and you've also got 52 experts at the beginning of every week yelling a really useful bit of advice to you going you can do this thing do this thing (laughs) it's nice it's so nice i love that bit of it no i mean it it just makes total sense because i've i've gone through a lot of planners in my time and you're right there there aren't well I haven't found any either in fact the two of the planners that Nick mentioned I have I have got certainly (laughs) and you know and they're useful in that yeah they make you sort of concentrate on weeks or months or quarters or but the having something specifically for our and there are hundreds of us. There are loads of us out there me. who loads. need this kind of thing. So it is really, it is really important the, the planning side of it. I was just going to say it's more. It's like a planner come daily handbook come yeah. um, user manual. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just have it handy. It's dead good for that. Um, what's the next? What about the next steps for your podcast then, Sam? So um, it's it's changed now to to. Yeah, much different, very different. It, it, it has. It's morphed. Yeah, and I'm always so grateful. I called it talking creative because it's actually it, it was very specific. It was you know it was nice about because it was talking and it was about creative. But I I didn't appreciate at the time actually how that allowed me to move within it and still keep the same uh, the same actual title because I was going to call it something completely. What different. were you going to call? So I'm really it? pleased what I called it that. Call it? Tell me what your other options. <laughs> well. Were. Because the the one that I really wanted to go for, and actually I even worked up some artwork to do with it, was one of my favourite. But it was, it remember that my voiceover, my my podcast was going to be focused on voiceover, 
And this was a phrase that somebody had used. And it's a phrase that writers are encouraged to think about when they're writing audio drama. And the phrase was, the gun in my hand is loaded. loaded. I've heard that audio drama. They're called <laughs> the gun I have here in my right hand yeah. is loaded. And it's, <laughs> it's, every, really... it's, it's the sentence that you're not meant to ever use when you're writing something because you, 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 there are so many more inventive ways to make sure the audience knows that the gun in that guy's hand That's or that girl's hand is, is loaded. Yeah. And I thought it was a great little... It, it, it will be one day the um, title of one of the episodes but I'm really glad I didn't do that because A you'd have to explain what the bloody hell it meant <laughs> yes, every that time. Is a problem. <laughs> but also but it's a cute it's a cute um, idea you know it's a really nice and interesting idea but I'm glad that I called it something nobody had Talking Creative I was staggered about that so nobody else has got that uh, title and and it just became it's become a very useful springboard to be able to do what I want to do which is which is really my, my focus has always been on creativity and and making things as creative and interesting and inventive and innovative as possible and and this has allowed me to kind of talk about other things within because actually talking about planning talking mm-hmm. about goal setting is all part of talking about creativity because we all have to do that in order to you know move stuff on and 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 remain flexible and remain sort of part of the well, part of the zeitgeist again. I'm I'm sounding really poncy. Aren't no I? man, but, you're um, part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because actually going back to what what you asked me, I I do have goals for the podcast, and I don't think without sitting down and thinking about them and being encouraged to think about them, using precisely that kind of forward thinking mentality, I don't mm-hmm. think that I would be working towards them. And I, you know, so it. It is really interesting for creative people who, as you rightly say, it's a struggle. You really just want to do the creative stuff in the moment. Yeah. Setting goals but, is, I feel like setting goals yeah. is almost completely crucial when it comes to developing any business. And now when I think about it, it's like, of course I need a goal because otherwise, where am I headed to? And then yeah, how do I yeah, know exactly. what I'm supposed to be doing every single day? Like I sat with or my... Or not doing. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. wasting time. You, you, you also find out exactly what you shouldn't be doing there. You're totally right. Yeah. Like I've got my... Um, I know the next time one of my courses is launching and that is in line with how much I need to earn or my financial goal, Um, if you're into that as well. And from that then... Like have you backwards engineer every yeah. single step that you need in order to get that goal, and then what you've got is this amazing, yeah. if not completely terrifying, uh, list of things that you need to do in order to make that goal happen. And then you sit down, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I sit down and go, right, what am I doing now? <laughs> right, I've got an hour. What am I going to do with it? And you've got these like intermittent mini goals towards the big goal. You go, well, I, I need to write that copy and get that to my assistant before this can happen. And I need to get this to that person before that can happen. And I need to record this podcast episode, but I can't do that until I know the call to action, which needs to be about the course. So the course content needs to be prepped and organized and it all kind of feeds into itself. So you're able to like chronologically order your to-do list like th- almost three months in advance which is inc- which is amazing and I just think yeah it's about being efficient and not wasting time yes. and I feel so like proud of myself and really like smug when I've done it in the right order <laughs> and when I don't do it and I don't have a goal and I'm sat there going yeah but what am I, what am I going to do to earn the money next year what's going to happen that's overwhelm and terrifying and that's when the like crazy spirals of like anxiety and um 
uh, imposter mm. syndrome and lack of confidence and not knowing where you're going. That's when that happens. I'm obsessed with goals. Yeah, if you're doing those little incremental goals all the way along, it makes it a lot. You feel as though at least you're you're working towards whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. and you know what you're walking towards. I mean, it's, and it's really yeah. exciting to set massive goals. Yeah. Like I've been in business groups with people and they're like, well, I want to make one million pounds this year. And I'm like, oh, God, good God, I want to make, you know, five pounds fifty. Um, but it's like and they're like, OK, great. Well, how? And then yeah. they go, well, let's bloody well work that out, actually. How I'm going to make a million pounds this year. And then it's like, well, I need a quarter of a million in each quarter. And yeah. one of my things brings me to that. You know, like like it's it's so important. Yeah. And also once once you begin putting all those little things in action, you also then begin talking about it. And that's why things then almost, you know, from the outside, it looks as like they're magically coming towards you. But of course it's not. It's because you're literally about them. doing the steps <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that allow you to get closer to it. And every time I do and, talk um, about any of my plans, I find myself going, oh, actually, do you know what I could do? I'll do that. And yeah. I'm externalising it. It's like got it taking on a life of its own. And then I end up adding to my list. And also there's no one way, as I've discovered, whenever whenever I've sort of had these, you know, goals or plans, you think to yourself, well, I've got this goal and so I'm going to do these five things which will lead me towards it and they're the five you know good straightforward solid things to do and then on the way you discover that there are actually 125 525 other things to make those that are equally you know uh, important that make exactly so it's fascinating how you might start off down the road that all sorts of other things come into play anyway that you hadn't thought of and that thing i said about knowing what not to do i think that is absolutely yeah important beyond belief because if I was to be asked to do something a project that was completely unrelated to my end goal Mm. and I said yes that's like weeks of my time potentially wasted on something that doesn't end up fulfilling what I need what I need so yeah know what you don't want as much as what you do yeah, it helps you filter. Yeah, it helps you filter out what you shouldn't be doing that happens to me daily as well because I'll get an email and I go oh oh hang on do I need to do that yeah. right now? Is it urgent? Is right it important? Now, or is that not not in line with my goal for today, which is to get the other 96 things <laughs> that I need to be done? <laughs> Leave the email for tomorrow. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, so when, 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 you, when you were developing and you got all this information back from people, both between the first iteration and the second iteration, what did, was there anything that, was, that really stood out for you? Yes. That... The the thing that absolutely blew me away was something that we had spent a long time creating and thinking about and working out what would be usable and useful had actually turned out to be usable and also useful. (laughs) It knocked me sideways. (laughs) I knew that that what we were doing was a good idea and I knew that we thought very hard about how to make it good. But the very fact that people were coming back to us saying, this has made me so much more productive. This has made me feel good about myself because I'm actually achieving what I want and I can feel myself moving forward in my career. That's the feedback that like that just like made my heart bigger because there were bits and pieces about could it be a bit bigger can the binding be a bit like that's that's fine that's all fixable but the fact that the core element of it worked that's the stuff that's the feedback yeah. that really knocked me it's really overwhelming yeah, actually because yeah. you know when we speak mm. to people about it they're like yeah it's honestly cha- changed my like working day to day that's lovely wow it, it, um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And can you get into it at any part of the year? Yeah, it's not dated. So, in other words, so it's if, a 52-week yeah. planner, yeah. so you can buy it at any point in the year and then just start your best year ever 
from uh, from that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <ever>. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, did did you find when you were developing it that you lent towards any particular? Because you said it it covers the whole of the voiceover, the business, if you like, voiceover, not the business side necessarily, but the whole of a uh, voiceover career is kind of encapsulated mm. in it. The sort of things you need to go to. Did you find yourselves? leaning in any particular direction when you were developing what, it give me some options make it a multiple choice okay so i mean for instance you you talked about the fact that you were talking about the um the the business side of it the creative side of it the tech side of it the um you know the planning side of it the goal setting side of it there, there was lots and lots of areas in it did you find that you in your heart lent towards like like i i said with mine i know i hardly ever discussed tech it isn't in my heart. My heart is not in tech. I could do it I the way I need ha- to do it. What but, we but did I, was we created you know. a space that people could make of what worked for them. So some people people, right. have, people have used it in different ways, but the structure is solid, the structure is sound. And that means that what, whichever direction people are leaning in, whether it's uh, towards uh, focusing entirely on their business or their financials or, um, or or the wish list of stuff that they want to acquire or the training they want or the coaching, whatever that might be, that's how they can lean that external structure it, themselves. I think that's that's the key That's the key part of it, I think. Did, Nick, did you have something you wanted to say, Nick? I was just trying to think. Uh, from my point of view, I always lean towards the um, the speaking art of it, I think, in the sense that for mm. me, the planner is a planner and it's it makes so much sense. But what I liked about it was that it also gave extra things. It wasn't just, just taking some concepts in from the planning theory that we know work. It was... It was giving people mm. other cushions around that to make sure that they were able to do the job properly. So I think I really liked the, obviously the voiceover warm-up element. I liked the self-direction and those little tips. Um, and I really liked mm. the fact that it's got like tech troubleshooting a lot kind of stuff. So I think for me, it was almost the extras yeah. <laughs> that I really liked. Yeah. And they're very voiceover focused, aren't they? So they're, they're, mm. they're, you know, so they're all focused on making you what making you sound better making you react better what kind of yeah yeah i think i think use your instrument and be a better voiceover yeah like what you were saying yes i think that's what it is (laughs) making so it helps you with you know ah that was it rehab was the other warm-up so if you're feeling vocally tired one of the warm-ups is like a rehab routine to help you with that which means you're able to do your job better you know if you're sat there and you've got some an audition to get back and you've got to direct yourself and you don't know what to do there's a section you can go to to help with self-direction and and textual analysis and stuff so i think it was it was it's the lack of it being it's completely niche and non-generic if that's a proper term like yeah. it's so completely niche Every, all the motivational quotes it's not just like the sun comes up in the morning on the east and rises. Yeah. <laughs> like they're really really specific to our niche it's not just wishy-washy page fill it's some massive expert telling yeah. us a nugget of wisdom so yeah I think it was I leaned towards that side of it I think because for me as a as a planner and a goal setter that stuff was like yeah 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 that's the easy bit you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, did you do? Were you? Did you? Did you make a conscious effort to be fairly even-handed with all the elements of a voiceover career, if you like? Do you mean all the different genres and stuff? Yeah. In terms of the industry quotes, we did try and make sure that we had a. We, we made sure that we had a, a really broad range of uh, of experts speaking, but um, it's 
it's not really it's, it's not a book about how to succeed in voiceover divided into different types of industries and these are the different steps you can take specifically for those industries yep. it's a, a, a it's we've created a space for people to work out for themselves um what they need to do in order to succeed in their chosen industry so um, a lot of the things in there in there are are relevant to all industries so like with the four with the four vocal warm-ups also with the script analysis techniques we've um divided that into the different types of work that uh, you might uh, you might want to be focusing on there are there are different elements of voiceover mentioned within the book and work and uh, there is support to achieve your goals in those areas within the book but for the most part it's a big wide open space with me and nick in it with our hands ready to hold yours. <laughs> mm. So we can just go skipping along your path, your journey to your chosen goal. Because yeah, a lot of the together. time that is what with is. voiceover, you'll be like, you get people going, well, I do a lot of corporate stuff, but I quite like to do animation or I do a lot of this, yes. but I'd like to do that. And I think what's nice about the planner is you can use it a little bit to make sure you get day to day the stuff that you always need to do done. But you can mm. also use it to, to plan out and get towards those other goals that you haven't had a chance to get to yet so yeah. it's sort of hybrid in that sense you can use it to plan because mm. you could be like doing all your corporate stuff every day but working on your dream of being in animation as a yes as a second yes. route and that helps you to carve out that space if you like yeah, to get it done actually yes. yeah to get it done yeah mm. and what have you got any plans have you got any goals for your for the planner Oh, plans for the planet. Plans for the planet. Yes, well, the, I mean, plans this plans. this current batch, um, second generation one, is a limited edition. It's like um, it's got it's, it's hardback uh, and it's got shiny golden lettering. Like it's a really super special version. But when those sell out, that's that's the UK only version. This is uh, the limited edition. When those sell out. That's it. We're going. Um, uh, we're, we're changing to softback. Um, it's going to be a different printing method, and it's going to be back to normal again. Just um, normal coil bound softback. Right. Very very usable. Light fits in your pocket. Live your life with your planner. Planner. So um, so that's that's the goal for the planner is to make it so that um, it's available forever, regardless of whether I'm living next door to a post office. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. That's well, actually, you said two very interesting <laughs> things there. That was one. Is there then, it, you said that was the UK edition, are, are there different editions then for different places? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. So the UK edition is the limited edition hardback version for, the, for now um, and the international edition is softback and we're using like global distributors so um, it saves on um, delivery time and delivery So costs. how are they different? Are they different in, in the body of the planner itself? Different or? content. Okay. Um, the, the, so so when, when we sell out of the limited edition version of the UK one mm. um, and go to softback with, uh, with that, they'll look identical. Identical, right. except for one will say international one will say UK edition on the front but inside there's just a few tweaks here and there so for example when it comes to things like the uh, UK tax year dates like nobody in Canada <laughs> needs to know about yeah. that um, but, and also there's a few other tweaks like there's a few extra bits in one that isn't in the other a few extra bits in the other that isn't in the other because of like various different partnerships yeah, and yeah. stuff got going on um, but um, but yeah I mean it's the, the, the core of it like I say the structure of it that's that's the same yeah. but there's a few bits that weren't relevant okay. and to so one it's... market that were relevant to the other and the other interesting thing you said was put it in your pocket. So is it quite, what size is no, it? No, did I say pocket? You I did. meant bag. I meant bag, <laughs> okay. not pocket. No, it doesn't going to go in your pocket. <laughs> it's a big size. of A5 size. A5, okay. So no, it's around, it's slightly bigger size. than A5, isn't it now? Yeah. Would you believe? But, uh, it's planner. It's, it's an official, like, it's an official, like planner size. It's an official. No. Is it really? I'm showing you, which is good for the viewers. I had no idea. Somewhere between A4 and A5. Not quite A4, not quite A5. Yep, yep, yep. I see it. 
You, you out there, you won't be able to see that. But sorry, I can, I can see it here. <laughs> Love a visual, but girl. you can see it's the perfect planet size, can't you, Sam? But yeah, and I think, you've, but also you make a really good point. Is that you know you've got this um, little Bible, if you like, of your own to have just one thing that you know has got everything in it that you want is is perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Well, thank you so much. I thanks. <laughs> thank you. Planning, honestly, I'm I'm not a I'm not a brilliant planner, as anyone that knows me will attest. Which is why, precisely why, things like this are so crucial to people like me, whose <laughs> ideas are all over the place. I think I'm going to just, yeah. I did warn you before this, well, that if there was any of that self-deprecating <laughs> nonsense that I was going to immediately sit on it. So I'm just going to say one thing, which is that um, people who think that they're not good at planning, but then um, bring in strategies and devices yeah. and support to help them plan are still really great at planning. It's just that they're overcoming their whatever the problem is in order to become exactly. a great planner. So you are a great planner because you've done the well, work. Well, exactly. But it's because of happen. things <laughs> like you. that. And it's because of realising that as well, I think, is that you realise realize where well you realize what the things that you find easy that's one thing but the other things that you find perhaps slightly more challenging you need to find strategies to cope with them it's not good enough as i discovered it's not good enough to just say ah oh, well it'll be fine and wing and a prayer yeah. you know so so this <laughs> i and i think a lot of creative people struggle with you know, getting that sort of, uh, yeah, a lot of creative people struggle with planning because the essence of creativity, the essence of, of performance and, and ideas is kind of this idea that you, you're just inspired. And yes, that inspiration is so, so important. But all that other stuff that underpins it is what really gets you a brilliant end product, I think. Well, another, another silence. Yeah. <laughs> My next goal is lunch. Lunch. Oh, well, thank you so much, both of you. That was such a. That was an absolutely fascinating. And um, yeah, I think it sounds like such a brilliant product. And yes, it is indeed a brilliant product. We all need a voiceover career planner in our lives and all the details about how to get your hands on one are in the show notes or you can simply go to thevosocial.com and click on the VO Career Planner. I mean, there's a massive gift-giving day just around the corner and there's a new year to start planning for so it couldn't be better timing. Thank you so much for listening. That episode... I think, was full of gold about both the planner and about planning. And if you'd like a one-to-one session with me to look at where you are right now from a voiceover director's point of view in your business so that you can plan your next best year ever, do get in touch either via LinkedIn or by email sam at samanthaboffin.co.uk for more details. I've got a 20% off offer running until the 31st of December 2022. So, until tomorrow, that was day five in the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. And I'm Samantha Boffin. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can make voiceovers better. And don't forget you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.